insurance agents from around the world. Welcome to the Insurance Guys podcast, powered by Glovebox. God, I love Glovebox. My name is Scott Howell, your fearless host and leader, insurance agency owner and insurance evangelist for iProtect Insurance and Financial Services, based out of Huntsville, Alabama. And before we get started on today's episode, please help me welcome, guys, my normal, beautiful, ruggedly handsome podcast co-host is not here today. I honestly cannot tell each and every one of you 250,000 listeners from around the world where he's at. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. It could be anything. Bradley Flowers has a lot of uh, hands and a lot of pies, ladies and gentlemen. So today, something that we've been wanting to do again for the better part of three or four months, I have a very special episode of the Insurance Guys podcast for each one of you. Now, the first thing I need you to do before we get started today, I need you to put your football helmet on, buckle your chin strap, and put your mouthpiece in. You need to pull over. You need to get out a full, empty legal pad, and you need to to, to maybe do some wrist exercises to get your hand ready to write some stuff down. Because today, the day of our Lord, November the 1st, 2022, my ruggedly handsome, beautiful podcast co-host that is with me today, I am joined by one of the best agency and operations managers in the United States of America in the insurance industry, and that is no bullshit. I am blessed and humbled to have him as part of my family, ladies and gentlemen, Please welcome to the podcast today for the second time, second time co-host, Mr. Justin Miller. How are you, Justin? Good morning, man. I'm good. You know, I would say let's make sure a copy of that intro gets to who the guy writing my paychecks, but I'm pretty sure he's already on here. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, I just told them to get a legal pad of paper and pen out. And let me tell you guys why. We have been talking for the better part of three or four months now about coming back on, and it's something that Justin and I want to do every single year for you guys and update you on what agency technologies I Protect Insurance is using today to help us grow and create the Death Star, which is what we're trying to do desperately right now. And so for the second time, it was last year, and I don't remember the month, we got on here, Justin, and we talked about our agency technologies that we are using. And at that time, I believe if you go back and listen to that podcast, you and I both said, hey, we need to do this once a year because things change, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. It's almost impossible to pick a time to do this because we're going to give you a snapshot in time of what we're using today. And it might change tomorrow. Correct. Because technology comes out that quickly. It changes and becomes better and become obsolete that that fast. So this is what we're using today. Now, I'm going to tell everybody this. This listening to this podcast. There's going to be a lot of vendors listening to this podcast. I need each one of you to do me a favor and put your big girl panties on and understand that if I tell you something negative about one of your products, 
or why we're not using something or why we changed something or why we went with this instead of that. I, I love you. I'm not mad at you. Take it for what it's worth. It's just the truth. It's my truth. It's my story. You know, we all have a story. And I think we do as good a job as any agency in America, America, of vetting out the technologies that we use and and leaving in our possession that we pay a monthly premium for the best of the best. I think we do as good a job as that, of that as anybody in America. And there's a couple reasons for that. Number one, we try to test them all, right, before we use them. Number two, we have access to people in the industry that have been doing this longer than we have and are real good at technology. And we can call them and go, hey, does this work? Is this not going to work? And we kind of vet them that way as well. And and so there is – I we've got a lot to talk about. Guys, I hope you got your legal pad out. And what you just said is my favorite thing about going to insurance conferences. Yep. I love sitting and listening to speakers. That's all good, but that's not where it's at for me. I love being uh, – having a name tag that says I'm a member of certain in-group, that's good, but that's not where it's at. For me, where it's at is I go to a conference, and this is going to be one of the best things about Austin, Texas, One City World Tour in January. If anybody listening doesn't have a ticket yet, you need to get one before they're all gone because what you will benefit from most, if you're like me, is sitting and looking over your shoulder at all the other dumbass agents that don't know everything that you don't know, and then you can all get together and compare notes at the end of the day you can make friends that can support each other, lock arms for the next 20, 30 years of your career. There's such a long list I have of people that I call that I met from farmers school back in my farmers insurance days when I was in the trenches with those guys. I still have at least one that I shared an office with when I was an alpha insurance agent back a lifetime ago. But more recently, people you and I met in Boston, uh, people that I met in San Diego, people that I met in Las Vegas. Uh, shout out to Brett Schmidt at Schmidt Insurance Group there you go. in Minnesota. Brett's a big buddy of mine now, and it's all because we met at a brain share. So that's my favorite thing is us just getting in here, sharing the good, the bad, and the ugly, and just kind of hunkering down together. So, guys, I want to piggyback off what Justin just said. Do not come to the One City World Tour January, I believe it's the 18th and 19th or January 17th or 18th. Do not come to the One City World Tour for the content. Don't come for the incredible list of speakers that we're going to have. Don't come to meet other agents like yourself and learn and grow. The reason you need to come to the One City World Tour, ladies and gentlemen, is I'll let you watch me get drunk and drive over to Joe Rogan's house and skin off in his front yard and scream and yell at him to come outside so that I can fist fight him in the front yard. That's the real reason why you need to come to the One City World Tour in Austin, Texas. I think you'll enjoy me getting my ass beat by Joe Rogan in his front yard. I think you'll you'll really learn some things and grow while you're there. Those are the reasons. And by the way, if you want a ticket to the One City World Tour, all you have to do is go to www, and I know you don't have to say that anymore, but I do it anyway because I'm old. I believe it's www.onecityworldtour.com. Join us out there. We'll break bread together. Fellowship. I look forward to seeing all of you. Talked to two or three podcasters last week, uh, podcast uh, listeners, who, by the way, 
it's so funny. I feel like they're all my friends. Everybody that listens to this show is just a friend of mine. So I look forward to seeing all of them out there uh, in January. But Justin, before we get started, I got a hilarious story to tell that you're a part of. Oh, boy. And then we're going to blow through these technologies. We're going to do what we did last time. We'll go about five minutes at a time. Okay. Last week, Clint Orr and I were headed out to Phoenix, Arizona to a conference together. And Justin was a big part of helping us put all the the swag and the trade show booth stuff up and all this stuff. We have to buy all the swag and we have to buy uh, this kind of rolls into technology. But the little uh, uh, what were they called? NF, NFC tags that we use that are like poker yeah. chips and person can just put them on the back of their phone and it pops up on their screen and they can go to the. Uh, our website, our, our iProtect website, that, that's a technology we probably need to talk about today that I think could be useful. Well, I get up, my plane leaves at 1130. I get up in the morning, I'm packed. I put all my stuff in the car, but I had to run by the office because I had left a couple things here in our Huntsville location that I, that I needed to take with us that were really important. Like the, you know, the stanchion for the trade show booths is it here in my office. So I get here and it's about nine 30 and I'm starting to cut it kind of close to get to the airport and make sure I'm going to make my flight on time. And I run upstairs. Well, instead of bringing my man purse with me, I had put all the stuff I have in an Adidas, Adidas gym bag that I used as my carry on, which was a huge mistake. And Justin, well, I'll tell you why after the podcast, but that was a huge mistake. Was it because of the odor that your gym bag has? Or? No, no. Okay. Uh, uh, let, let me just go ahead and tell you something. Uh, secret time. Nobody, you don't know this yet, but I meant to call you about it this weekend and I forgot. When I put my Adidas gym bag with my laptop in the overhead compartment, yeah, somebody put something on top of it oh, no. and cracked the screen all the way across my laptop. And it's a, and it's a touch screen. Yeah. We'll talk off offline on what I need to do about that or whether I just need to go buy another laptop. Yeah, I, I think so, it's Costco. Here we come. Yeah. So anyway, that's a sidebar. Okay. I'm running tight on time. We're having some, some people, some first P problems that morning anyway. So I'm already pissed off and you know how that, that ended with somebody quitting at the end of the day. Yep. Big, big morning, big morning. Clint's mad. He's calling me. He's pissed off about something. I'm trying to get to the airport. I'm up here. I run upstairs. Well, yeah. after Amy stole $104,000 from our agency, I started locking my door. Uh -huh. I mean, obviously, the person steals $104,000 from you, you start locking your door. I left my keys to my office in my man purse. And best I could tell from ways. I had about 30 minutes to get to the airport to make sure I caught this flight, right? Yeah, and it's a 29-minute drive from here. And it's a 29-minute drive from my office. <laughs> yeah, I, so there are two people who have a key to this office, folks. There's, To my knowledge, there's Scott and there's me. Correct. Yeah. So I walk upstairs, run upstairs. And I, I figure out the door's locked real quick. I don't have the key to get in my office. You weren't here. I think you may have been in another office that day or so no, you, you're in you, traffic or something. Yes. You called me and yeah. said, Hey, is your key to my office in your office? And I sent you a picture of the ass end of an 18 wheeler that I was stuck behind and right. had been for the better part of an hour because there were like 14 wrecks on the road that morning. Correct. Yeah. So here's what Scott does. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm a man of action. 
I turned around. I walked back to the hallway behind us where there's a healthcare group that works back there and, and it's majority women. And I called them all into one area together. I said, ladies, I need to see all of you for just a second. They come out to the hallway and they're scared to death. They don't know what to think. And I said, the reason I'm calling you out here is I'm about to kick my door into my office. And I didn't want to do it before I told you, because I figured it would absolutely scare you to death. Mm -hmm. So of course, and I would have done the same thing. Their reaction was, well, hell, I want to see this. So there's about six of them that follow me back to my office door. They're kind of standing uh, in, you know, kind of to the side. Yeah. And Justin, I put one of these size 14s through that door first time. It, it knocks the, the, the frame off the door and it knocks the striker plate completely off the lock and the door just flies open. I mean, it was like I was Chuck Norris in some kind of yeah. old school movie. And they start clapping and they're like, that was unbelievable. And I was like, I know that's the I, maybe I should start doing karate. <laughs> Ran in here, grabbed my two or three little things I needed to take that I had to have with me to complete mm -hmm. the trade show booth and all that. Ran back down to my truck, got in it, went to the airport, caught the flight. As I'm standing at the gate, everybody else has gotten on the plane. They're calling my name out. I am chewing somebody's ass in our agency. And when the damn plane lands in Phoenix, Arizona, this is a true story. The person whose ass I was chewing pretty good, but I was a five on a Scott one to 10 scale had already sent the email. They were quitting. Yep. And that was the end of my day. That was at five 30 Pacific time. Wheels land on the tarmac. The phones start, you know, whirring up again, messages coming in. Mm -hmm. And there's this email from somebody saying that she, that, that this young lady had, had quit and she's no longer going to be with us. That, that's how my good. day you know, Saved us some trouble because in between then we had spoken, me and you and Clint, and we had decided, okay, well, this is her last day. She yeah, doesn't we, know it yet, but this is her last day. In the in the Delta Lounge in Atlanta, Georgia, <laughs> I got you and Clint on a three way call. Clint was with me, yeah, and we took a vote, and the vote was that Scott was going to call her the next morning and let her know that she would no longer be with us. Yeah, and then before I could do that that afternoon, she had called the ball. So. Yep. Anyway, and, you know, I didn't know you were going to break your door down. I got to the office. That was on uh, Thursday. I got to the office the next morning because I never heard the end of that story. Right. You, you called and said, hey, is your key here? No, I'm stuck in traffic. Okay, well, I got to go. And you hung up. And so I figured, well, he got it handled. Right. I get here the next morning and I took a picture and sent it to Jess, my wife. Most, most folks listening have probably heard of her on here before, but right. I sent a picture to Jess of the broken door frame with no striker plate on it anymore and said, well, I guess Scott got in his office. I did. It was obvious you had manhandled that door. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Guys, here we go. We're about to get started here again. Vendors, put your big girl panties on. A lot of you are going to listen to this. Agents, listen very carefully to what I'm about to say. You need to write this down. We have vetted these vendors. We use them every day. 
so far so good. If there's something that we're not sure of, Justin and I have already decided we're going to tell you that and say, hey, maybe this is something we just started using. And before you run out and get it, wait until the next time we do this podcast and we'll give you the 411 on whether it worked or not. Okay, so here we go. First and foremost, agency management system. There's only about 37 of them out there to use. Our agency, we set at nearly $12 million in premium. We grow by about two to two and a half million dollars a year. We have at any given time, uh, I'd say by the end of this month, we'll have what, 12, 13 seats on Hawksoft. And we're talking about Hawksoft. That's what we use. Again, from our last podcast together, Justin, it is your grandmother's Buick. It ain't going to do nothing fancy, but it's going to get you from point A to point B. And there's some really cool functionality that we're going to talk about here in just a second relative to the announcement that Neon is probably in the not-too-distant future going to be integrated with Hawksoft, which could be a game-changer for a lot of reasons. Talk about that for just a second and talk about Hawksoft. So the first thing I'll say about Hawksoft is that there have been changes with Hawksoft since the last time you and I had this conversation on the podcast. There have been no negative changes and there have been some positive changes. So anything we said about Hawksoft at this time last year or whenever it was we did the previous um, discussion about this, anything we said about Hawksoft is either the same or improved. Hawksoft has opened up their API to receive information, not just to transmit it to other vendors. And so that has revolutionized some stuff for us when it comes to being able to automate the creation of AMS log notes that cover us from an ENO standpoint. And so that's been outstanding for us. But yes, so um, Neon being able to integrate in there, and I'm not going to talk much about it because Again, I haven't used Neon. I understand the general concept and uh, am excited to learn more. But any platform like Neon where uh, you, you can incorporate some data analytics into the, the use of your AMS data, uh, I'm all about that. And right. Neon, I'm, I'm really just scratching the surface of what Neon will do. And I don't want to do uh, Seth and Neon a disservice by doing that. So don't think that this is the the full description of what neon offers. This is just one component of what they can do, but they can um, integrate with the AMS like Hawksoft and they can analyze that data and bring things to the surface in just a click or two and give you visual representations on your screen of your data, whether it's looking at your staff to see who's productive and who's not looking at services your agency provides to see how long those things are taking and, and more to the point, boil it down to what's costing you money and what's helping you make money. Correct. And Hawksoft on its own doesn't have a way of doing that. That's not the job of an AMS necessarily. It right. might be kind of a, a ancillary benefit, but it is not the job of an AMS. So for something like Neon to be able to come in and say, you're doing this, but it's negatively impacting your bottom line, then man, I, I that really scratches an itch for me. And you know how much I love technology and automation. So I would be all about finding some sort of automated solution to increase the efficiency and make profitable what Neon says is currently not. In my opinion, the next thing I'm about to say will be the most important thing these agents take from us today. Our CRM system is agency Zoom. Mm -hmm. And since the last 
the last technology podcast you and I did, Agency Zoom and Hawksoft have married, and what it has allowed us to be able to do from a servicing, the servicing pipeline and Agency Zoom, and here's the one that's really going to get a lot of people's attention, the use of Agency Zoom and Hawksoft as a, as a marriage added with Lightspeed, which is our phone system that we can talk about in just a second, has enabled us to do something that prior we couldn't do, which is take phone calls, those phone calls from agent uh, from Lightspeed going into Hawksoft. But talk a little bit about that marriage between Agency Zoom, our CRM system, and Hawksoft, and some of the cool stuff that we've been able to do relative to like the service pipeline and all this other stuff that we can do now that we weren't able to do this time last year. Okay, so a really good example of that, and this is CYA kind of stuff for insurance agencies, but something that we have in place is a pipeline in Agency Zoom, and I'm kind of I'm kind of leaving Hawksoft now, I guess, and talking about Agency Zoom. So, but it it is relating to the Hawksoft conversation. But in our CRM Agency Zoom, which a lot of you are probably using, we have a special pipeline that is just for pending cancellations. Um, there are stages in that pipeline for non-pay cancellations, for cancellations due to underwriting issues or documents. I mean, you guys know the types of things that can cause a policy to go into pending cancellation status. We need a system that's going to help us reach out to these people um, via automation because, I mean, we're good, but we're not good enough to remember to call every person that's pending cancellation every day until they make payment. We right. don't have the bandwidth to do that. We have a few thousand clients and we have a dozen of us. So that right. math just don't work out. But to take agency Zoom and a pending cancellation status or, or pipeline, rather, put somebody in there saying this guy's policy is in non-pay cancel status and he will cancel on November 15th. I put him in there and automation starts. He receives I'm not really going to get into all the different types of automation because that'll come up later, but he receives automated messages from us until either his deadline and he cancels or until he makes payment and we remove him from that stage. But thanks to this integration that Scott mentioned, all of that was possible before in agency zoom, but thanks to the integration. Now, every piece of automation that is sent from agency zoom to a client of ours is automatically logged as a log note that cannot be edited or removed in Hawksoft. It has a date and timestamp on it, and it will cover my backside in a court of law if yep. we are ever faced with an E&O issue and the claim that we did not let somebody know X. We've Correct. got documentation via automation that says otherwise. So that integration was kind of life-changing for us. I guess other uh, and the one that I got the most questions about when I was in Indianapolis with Chris Paradiso's mastermind event was I made the mistake of saying that we now had the ability to take all of our phone calls from Lightspeed, which is the, the phone service that we use in our agency. And you and I talked about this last time. Is it perfect? No. Is it good? Yeah, it's pretty good. Mm -hmm. it's not perfect. You're going to have issues. You're going to have that, but, but their customer service is pretty good too. So when you do have issues, 
those things seem to get corrected pretty quickly. But when I mentioned that we could take now our, our phone calls from Lightspeed and anybody that calls or we call out on Lightspeed, that phone call can go into all Hawksoft. That, that entire room stopped. All 50 of those agents were like, how do you do that? Yeah, that's that's great, but it's not like we can take credit for that. I mean, I wish we could, yeah. but all we did was, uh, I guess, enter into business with the right vendors who have put a solution in place. If someone calls our office, one of our light speed lines, when we answer that phone, recording starts. Right. When we hang up the phone, the integration between Lightspeed and Agency Zoom looks for a match for that phone number that was called from or that we made a call to. It could be inbound or outbound calls. If right. a match is found and that phone number is in Agency Zoom, a link to the recording of that phone call is automatically placed in that Agency Zoom profile as a note. And then again, thanks to the integration between Agency Zoom and Hawksoft, a copy of that note in Agency Zoom is logged as an uneditable, unremovable, timestamped log note in Hawksoft. So now automatically, if it is a client, and the caveat is they have to be calling from or we have to be calling to a phone number that exists in Agency Zoom and or Hawksoft. Right. If it's some phone number they've never spoken to us on before or we don't know about, well, then the call's recorded in Lightspeed, but it's not going to match up to the demographic info for the client. But if that matches up, and most times it does with clients, the phone call is automatically put in our AMS. We don't have to do anything. You know, we used to, and it man, it was an uphill push. And I don't blame them. I don't fault our account managers for this, but it was an uphill push trying to get them in a habit of when an important phone call happens, go to our phone service provider, download the MP3 or the WAV file of the phone call recording, upload that to Hawksoft and put a description. I am so glad that they don't have to do that. And even more, I'm glad we don't have to try to sell them on doing that anymore. Correct. Because it's automatic now. The next item up for bid, ladies and gentlemen, hope you guys are writing this shit down. Internally, internally, the system that we use at iProtect Insurance is the Google workspace. Now there will be people out there that argue, well, you ought to be using this and you ought to be using outlook and da, 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 da. In my opinion, from an ease of use and what we do with it here, I believe that the Google workspace is probably the best for us. Doesn't mean it's the best for everybody. I know there's, you know, agencies out there with, 300 employees and $200 million in premium probably don't need to be using the Google workspace. They probably need something else, something bigger, something better. But for us, the Google workspace has worked really well. Yeah. So I'm not a big fan of Microsoft. Yeah. Uh, I, I like some of their, their programs, but when it comes to membership services and uh, I, I despise OneDrive, I just think that it's a clunky poorly designed version of Google Drive is what yeah. it feels like to me. And maybe that's because I've used Google Drive for a long time and it's more intuitive for me personally. Sure, maybe that's it. But bottom line, whatever it is, I don't like it. And so Google Workspace is great for us. You know, Google Workspace has a lot of built-in native Google apps, but then they also have a marketplace I can go to. And there are other apps that have turnkey integrations with our Google Workspace. But just the core apps, I mean, we they are the backbone of our email. They're the backbone of our carrier. They're the backbone of our shared storage uh, through Google Drive. Um, they are the backbone of being able to provide agents with a business cell phone number that they can call and text 
Correct. From. It can, yeah, those calls can be recorded just like our, our office lines can. And it is so easy for dummies like me sometimes. And believe it or not, Google is very responsive. If you need help, I've been on some more support chats with Google than I can count. And they are almost immediately available. They are very helpful and uh, they can just take control and fix an issue for you if you're having one. It's very universally compatible. A lot of systems that maybe for some reason, usually the reason I ran into was security concerns. A lot of systems that Microsoft can integrate with, Google can. It just Mm -hmm. seems to be a little bit more uh, universally adaptable. So I'm in love with Google Workspace. Next item up for bid, ladies and gentlemen, write this shit down. I have been wildly impressed and continue to be impressed from the agency build side of the house, what we've been able to accomplish and take off of our plate relative to ascend a S C E N D. I think, um, I'm pretty sure they're one of our podcast sponsors. I would say this regardless of whether the, a lot of these people, a lot of these companies we're going to talk about today, Justin are not podcast sponsors. Well, and we said this stuff about Ascend before they were a podcast. Correct. Sponsor. Correct. The, the minute we started using Ascend and we were coming from ePay policy from the minute we saw the difference, we were yeah. huge fans of Ascend. Here's what Ascend does, ladies and gentlemen. And now we're talking about agency build accounts that we write a lot of. It gives the customer two options. They can pay in full and they can do through Ascend a, a premium finance agreement. They do the premium finance agreement. Scott doesn't have to touch anything. Ascend makes the payment to the MGA or the carrier. They pay us our commission. We're out of that game. When Ascend in the next, I would say, three to six months, hopefully, also does that with the full pay. So Scott doesn't have to pay an MGA at all, which is what they're working towards. And that's going to basically take agency build accounts all of them turn into direct bill and Scott doesn't have to do a thing. That's a game changer. That's what we've wanted for so long. So you're not having to fool around with all this other stuff. And and I want to give a shout out real quick to Natalie at Ascend. She has been a godsend to us. We've had her on one of our staff calls. She's available. I mean, you email her, she emails you back in like 30 seconds. She has been wonderful to deal with and help us through any pain points that we did have. I just, I can't say enough good things about them. And I would say the same thing, whether they were a podcast sponsor or not. And that's just the God's honest truth. Yep. Same. And it's, it is Natalie Miller, but before anybody asks, nope, no relation, no relation. We are, we're not propping her up because she's my third cousin or anything. She's simply good at what she does. And Ascend is uh, the whole company seems to be good at what they do. They are taking it. It seems like agency bill in the future may just be called ascend bill because they're just, they're taking over the whole thing. And this is one of those things where you just kick yourself because I've heard it in conversation around here. Usually it's you saying, if you want to get rich, solve a problem. Correct. And they did. And how in the world did we not think of this? Right. Right. It just seems so obvious now. Right. So guys, write this down. And this is going to be one of those that Justin and I aren't going to deep dive into on this podcast, but we will on the next. We have made a conscious decision. We've been paying for it for about a year, 
but we didn't use it because at like everything else, we just didn't have time. We were both running at a hundred miles an hour. So as of last week, we created a standing 10 a.m. call with a customer success guy, Thomas, at Donna. I don't want to talk too much about Donna right now because we're on the front end of that, but a couple of things they've already done for us. They send us a Donna is an artificial intelligence that can deep dive into your Hawksoft client stuff. And two things they've already done for us. Thomas last week sent us a list of 190 clients in our book of business that we did not have an email address for. So what did we do? We turned around, we tasked that with one of our people. They started calling and getting all of those email addresses updated and put into our Hawksoft system. That's the first thing they did. The second thing he did On the first call we have, now tomorrow morning at 10 a.m., every Tuesday, we have a standing call with him for for 30 to 45 minutes. The second thing he did is while we were on the first call with Donna, he showed Justin and I that in our book of business that we currently have, we have a total. Now, granted, you're not going to convert all of this. You know, on the on the low end, you might convert 25, 30, 40 percent of this. 10 percent of it or buy me a vacation. Exactly. <laughs> we have, I hope everybody's sitting down for this, eleven million dollars in unrecognized sales from the Donna system looking at our book of business and in totality telling us of all the people you have insured and all the policies they probably should have, you've got $11 million in unrecognized premium right there just sitting at your feet, diamonds at your feet waiting to be sold. $11 million. And I nearly got sick to my stomach when he told me that. I was like, oh, my gosh. That's that's a lot of premium that's just sitting there waiting to be sold. That'll make you want to go out and hire just an inside salesperson. Exactly. To do nothing but cross-sell. Exactly. So we will talk more about Donna in our next meeting. Hey, what if Donna, hey, Thomas, Thomas Mann at Donna. I hope Thomas, Thomas, yeah. act right. Damn. Yeah, it's 930 in the morning, Thomas. Time to wake up and do something. What if Donna could send us a list of, here are these 100 or 200 whatever clients in your book of business and your AMS that don't have an email address. And, and? We've, we've scoured the internet. We've looked at social media. We've looked at all the data sources we have. Here are the email addresses we found for them. Why don't you go ahead and plug those into Hawksaw? Man, ne- now we're talking that? next level. Yeah, data appending for us. Because, because that's one thing Donna does through their AI, and I believe they do it through email address, is they scour Facebook and They've got some other data points where they bring that in and say, hey, John Smith just bought an engagement ring for his uh, girlfriend. That needs to be insured. That's that's one of the things Donna does for you. Yeah. So I think that's about all I want to say about Donna. And But I do believe that by this time, next time you and I do this, we will be able to speak a lot more intelligently about Donna and what it's done for our agency. We sure can't be dumber about it by then. That's that's exactly right. <laughs> Next item up for bid are two rating systems we use. 
Now, the first one's never changed. We've never wavered. Mm-mm. And it, I think you called it the best of the worst the last time we were on this podcast. PL rating yeah. for personal lines. Yep. It's yep, not PL. perfect. It's not perfect. Mm-mm. No, it's not. You know, we tried so many raters. And now this is going to vary depending on where you're at, what state you're in, and what carriers are available. So I'm hesitant to recommend it in a way that comes across as you guys need to be using PL rating because we're in North Alabama. We write business in Alabama, Tennessee, and a small handful of other states. But for personal lines, it's pretty much Alabama and Tennessee. Now, we do have an agency location in Michigan. PL rating still works great up there. So I do at least have that data set too, not just Alabama. But you may be out in North Dakota and PL rating sucks out there. I don't know. But for us, we tried just about every other rater on the market. And PL rating works. I mean, I would say it's almost flawless. It's it's so quick and easy. And I'll say this. If you're an agent in a coastal community like Bradley Flowers is, and you're selling Ray Ray's tattoos, tires, and insurance carrier, that's not going to be on PL rating. If you're an agent in Florida and you're down to two carriers for homeowners insurance, you probably don't need PL rating. Yeah. You got two carriers. In fact, if you're anywhere coastal, we're going to be talking about raiders for the next few minutes. Just go ahead and skip ahead. Yeah. Just fast forward about for you. Yeah. Five minutes. (laughs) The next raider that we just got back on, of course, we had the announcement that they had sold, but Tarmica. And the reason we got back on Tarmica is we have picked up and gotten direct appointments with a couple of more carriers that are on Tarmica. Yeah, when we See, tried it before, Tarmica wasn't the problem. It was yeah, we didn't I have carrier relationships. Right, right, exactly. And, I mean, if you want to drill in further, these carriers were the problem because we were trying hard to get appointments with some of them, and it just wasn't happening fast enough. That's right. But now we got to the point where we have six carriers that are integrated with Tarmica's platform. And so it was time to fire that up again. Right. That's right. So PL rating for personal lines ain't perfect, but it's pretty damn good. Best of the best of the bunch we tried, which was about five of them. And then Tarmica, because now we have the ability with those six carriers that we can just input the data there and it spits out the best rate for us. So it makes sense now where this time last year, I think we only had two or three of those carriers. Yep. So that's about all I need to say about that. Next item up for bid. You are bullish on this right now. This is something that you are very passionate about. We have not had this for too terribly long, maybe six months to eight months, but Canopy Connect. Yep. If you'll remember, Scott, back a year and a half ago, two years ago, you and I were sitting at a thing and there was buzz about uh, legal concerns with systems like Canopy Connect. And there was another one. I cannot remember the name of it. There was a competitor of Canopy Connect that was basically the exact same thing, just a different colored jersey. You know, they did the exact same thing, but there were legal concerns about the data and was it a violation of agent contracts with carriers and stuff like that? Well, I don't know if there was anything real there and they resolved it or if it was just hype from, I don't, I don't know, yeah. but that didn't really turn into anything. 
And um, canopy's been there for a long time, just for whatever reason, we never really started using it. But now we, we started using it recently. It's really taken off for us. Tell, um, tell these people that don't know what canopy is and what we're trying to do with it, because I don't, my, my, my give a damn button broke a long time ago. I, I really don't care <laughs> if somebody wants to take an idea from us today our mission is to help these agents any way we can take it, use it, go, go forth, go figure it out. I'm sure you'll figure it out better than we will, but, but talk a little bit about, you know, we jumped on a call with CJ Hudson pillar about two weeks ago to run through some ideas about how we could utilize his taco bot through Colex dates, which we use frequently for our ringless voicemails, which by the way, we're still doing through through slide broadcast you probably need to talk a little bit about that but somehow utilize canopy connect to make it as easy as we possibly could through possibly facebook for somebody to just send us their information on canopy through canopy connect and we just quote their business and send them an email with a quote yeah you know i well i told our team when we were on a staff call not too long ago that Basically, I said, hey, guys, personal lines agents that are quoting business, if I told you that there's a system that one of our agents here at iProtect has been using and every single time they've used this system, they sold the business, they, they uh -huh. sold the household, the, the things that they quoted them, would you want to know what that system is and start using it? And, of course, the you know, answer is yes. They wanted to know what that was. Well, the answer was Canopy Connect. We had one agent that was consistently using Canopy Connect and every single prospect who, who they used it with, the business was sold and probably did a better job selling it. So for those that, that don't know, what Canopy does is it pulls the prospect that you are quoting or that you're working with, it will pull their current policy information for personal lines uh, home, auto, and a few other personal lines types. It will pull that information and send it to you electronically. And uh, you will receive what their current policy limits are, the deductibles. If we're talking about an auto policy, you're going to get BI, PD, UM limits. You're going to get comp and collision deductibles, whether they have roadside and all of that stuff. You're going to get a list of drivers with dates of birth. You're going to get PDFs of their most recent deck pages. You're even going to get PDFs of renewals from a few years ago maybe from carriers that they aren't even with anymore. You're going to get so much information about that household, um, driver's license numbers, VINs for vehicles. And the way you get that information is you simply send a link to the prospect. They click that link. And for instance, if they are insured with GEICO, chances are high that they have an online login with GEICO. They enter their GEICO login into Canopy Connect and they're done. All the information is transmitted. If they have Geico or some other carrier that offers an online login and they've not yet set one up, it will walk them through quickly and easily setting that access up just for the express purpose of sending the information to us. And it is so quick and easy. We, we've got prospects that have used it and in less than 60 seconds, they're done. And they've sent us so much information that it would, it would take us a half hour interview with them to gather all this info. Right. And in right. 60 seconds, they've transmitted it to us just that easily. And not only do they transmit it to us, but it's integrated into agency zoom. So all that information goes there. 
And then Agency Zoom's integrated with PO rating. So with a click, we can push it over there and start the quotes. It makes it so quick and easy. Next thing I want to talk about, our friends at Glovebox, obviously a podcast sponsor, the title sponsor of this podcast. Here's the problem with Glovebox. Here's what we're trying to fix at our agency. We talked about this with CJ Hunson Pillar. Low usage rate. Now, what we're trying to do, Glovebox is a fantastic program, and it's something that I think if you asked the end consumer whether they want it or not, they'd be like, well, of course I want it. That's exactly what I want. But then there's a second part of this that's the hard piece, and it's not got anything to do with Glovebox. It has to do with the agency, and that is – you can't sell a policy, not ever bring up glove box, not ever talk about glove box, sell somebody an insurance policy and expect it just through osmosis, they're going to figure out how to go download the glove box app. So what we've talked about doing is creating an automation. Well, the first thing that needs to happen, I think, in my opinion, is at the end of the sales cycle, somewhere right before the policy sold or right after the agent of record needs to hand walk that customer through the process, or we need to the next day after the policy sold, send out an automation that says three quick, easy steps to download the glove box app to see all your policy information and either do that. Through, my preference is text message. Cause we know people look at text messages, but it could be an email, but what we're trying to do is go back and create some form of automation. Uh, and it might even be through Facebook where we send out some type of Facebook message to all of our clients, explaining to them exactly how through Facebook messenger to download their glove box app, to increase the number of people in our agency that are utilizing the Facebook, um, I'm sorry, the glove box app every day to, you know, pull up their ID cards and stuff like that. Yeah. So this, this conversation right here is evidence in front of uh, all of your podcast listeners that you and I are just too busy because I don't know what all you're in the middle of and what all you've accomplished in the last however many months or, or days or a couple of years even, but I'm here building all this automation and I don't necessarily have time to stop and talk to you about all of it, but just so you know, and so that all the people here know, we do have automation for in our personal lines onboarding. We have automation that goes out inviting all those people to download the glove box app. We don't have enough of it. That, that's We don't have, so we do have it built in there once or twice. We need that to continue. And, and I mean, for lack of a better word, just hammer these people with download the app, download the app, download the app until they do. Right. Um, I've also built automation that says, have you downloaded our app into all of our service pipelines? And it's built in there after a service request is completed. So someone calls in for service and we complete that. They're going to receive a couple of things after that. One's going to be a survey. How'd we do? And then the other, I believe it's on the day after we complete their service request is have you downloaded our app? And I tried to strike a balance in the messaging of, hey, this is stuff you could do yourself without having to wait for us. Right. Where it doesn't sound like we don't want to do this for you. Do it yourself. Right. Because you have to say it just right. 
or it sounds like we're trying to pawn service of their policy off to the policyholder themselves. But we do have automation built in there now. We're sitting at about 15% adoption rate of Glovebox. Kevin Camaletti is in charge of customer success there at Glovebox. At least I think that's what his job title is. If that's not his job title, I can assure you he will still take personal responsibility for agency success because he's jumped right into the trenches with us. He's always available to meet and give time on his calendar to help us improve our adoption rate. I don't know that I know Ryan Matheson as well. I've talked to him a couple of times, but back when I first met these guys and started talking to the Glovebox guys, um, I clicked more with with Andy. And I'll tell you what, that dude is not afraid to respond to a text message. Right. I mean, the whole organization is just so responsive and ready and willing to help. But we do compete with the carrier smartphone apps. And right. so if you if you as an agency are not communicating with your clients about our app, our Glovebox app, they are going to lose that competition and they're going to end up downloading the Travelers app or the Progressive app or whatever. Right. And we need our brand in their face, not the carriers. Next item up for bid. Hope you guys are writing all this down. I want to talk about DocuSign, which is what we use, and JotForm. Now, you and I both know there's a lot of agents who've left DocuSign because they just keep increasing their price for DocuSign. Mm -hmm. We have a solution for that. And JotForm is basically the backbone of a lot of what we do that is that it is is built on from a website web form perspective talk about the two of those yeah and they're kind of uh getting into competition with each other now because within the last month jotform has rolled out their own version of docusign right so i've kind of been having this conversation with myself here in the office for the last few weeks comparing the two wondering do we still need both or has JotForm now expanded to where they can do all that they've been doing and also absorb what DocuSign has been doing for right. it. But for DocuSign, I mean, the advice came from DocuSign. It, it, we're right. not doing anything that they don't recommend or, or bless um, for us, but we simply have a login that we all share for DocuSign. Right. Ours is DocuSign at iProtectInsurance.com. That is the email associated with our DocuSign account. We all sign in using that. So we're not paying for, you know, 14 different DocuSign accounts, which is to my understanding, that's where a lot of the heartburn comes from with these folks that are using DocuSign and saying that the price is getting uh, just insanely high. I think it's because they're paying per head and there's just simply no reason to do that. Right. And even for an agency like us, we send a lot of DocuSign envelopes out the most we would ever need in order to have enough envelopes to last us a year, because I think they limit it by year. The most we would ever need is two seats in DocuSign. Yeah. We certainly don't need a dozen for right. our dozen people that work here. So DocuSign doesn't even cost us a hundred bucks a month. In fact, I think it's far less than that. JotForm is quickly becoming like a Swiss army knife Yeah, for me, because JotForm can be used for customer facing stuff. It can be used for internal stuff. I mean, JotForm is what we use for simple things like, uh, our folks requesting time off. They just submit their jot form. It comes over here to the Huntsville office for approval. And if we approve it, it goes on the calendar. And that, that's just something very simple with jot form. Um, I order office supplies for all five locations once a week. These The folks know, submit your um, office supply request. There's a jot form they all go to, select what they need and submit it to me. They get those in by Thursday. I order office supplies on Friday. 
that's the internal stuff. And then obviously we've got our quote forms and our contact us form and even a swag page that we've not really rolled out the way that we wanted to, but it's a rewards page for people that send us referrals. We can send them to this jot form page and they can pick what reward they want. It's like a little online store that we've built using jot form. Right. And then in addition to all that, we've got other um, forms that can now be signed since jot, since uh, jot form has rolled out the uh, e-signature thing. Like, when someone calls our agency to cancel a policy, our folks, we don't have to get out an ink pen and a piece of paper and say, can you stop by here and sign this? Or let me scan this and email it to you. Can you print it and sign it and scan it and email it back? Those days are gone. We right. we fill out a jot form with what needs to be canceled. The data entered into the jot form maps to a PDF. It fills it in, sends it to them for electronic signature. That, that's it. It, it. Once we yeah. submit the jot form, we're done with it until we receive back the signed copy. Then we cancel the policy. Yeah. Um, We've got a lot of stuff on job form. I mean, our our forms page, which is, um, you know, we don't have an intranet, you know, Chris Paradiso talks about our agency needs an intranet, but that, um, forms page that we do have, buddy, it's close to an intranet. I mean, we have processes, procedures, videos, time off forms. I mean, you name it, it's on that forms page. And a yeah. lot of that was done through, I mean, all that was done through job form. Yeah. I mean, that, that we've built things like a life insurance needs analysis uh, so that people can enter in all of their, their details about income and health and all that. And we can tell them how much life insurance they need using right. a, a job form. It, um, I could keep rattling off solutions, but again, job form is kind of a Swiss army knife where we can build most things that we need for internal operations and also for client communication using a job form. Um, the biggest one that we're about to implement, and this is something that we should have had a long time ago, but I think I've had paralysis by analysis for a while because I've been trying to get it just right before actually implementing it. And that's a flaw of mine is a lot of times I let perfection be the enemy of, of what will work just fine. But we, we really need to roll out our renewal policy review yep. dot form and, and have that automated going out. Um, and I know that's something you've been working on, too. It is. And I walked in the other day and you and Clint were talking about it. Yeah, it, it's good enough as it yeah. is. I'm just the kind of guy that uh, I think it goes back to my musician days. You know, we would yeah. get on a stage and I would obsess over the way certain things were going to be played or sound right. when the crowd didn't know the difference. Yeah, It was the one and only time they were going to hear us play this thing. When they hear it, however we play it is right and they're going to enjoy it. But I had this model in my head of how it's supposed to go. Right. And if it didn't line up with that, then I would beat myself up after. That's sure. where I am with this renewal questionnaire. <laughs> also, I'm going to circle back and say, you mentioned again that Hawksoft is like Grandma's Buick. And if you remember, after that, Hawksoft sent you a uh, a Buick that's sitting in here. I, I can see it here <laughs> from my desk. So I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, Hawksoft is like a really nice um, Fender Telecaster. Yeah. And now we'll just see if Hawksoft sends me one. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Come on, Hawks off. Bring yes, the noise. Sir. Bring the noise. Hey, uh, next thing I want to talk just briefly about. I want to. I don't want to spend too much time on it, but you know, we did not have someone build our site. You built it for us, basically. Uh, we did have some some help there. I think Jacob Evans, uh, who's our kind of local computer guy, kind of helped us out with this too. But you know, our website is built on WordPress. Mm -hmm. hosted by SiteGround, 
And then you are probably as good as anybody in the industry with Zapier connections as well. And I say that very confidently. So that's kind of how our website was, was built. Now here lately, and I, you and I haven't had a chance to sit down and talk about this. I have thought about hiring a company that's more insurance oriented to not recreate our site. I don't want to do anything with our site other than helping us structure it more from a, uh, what do you call that? Uh, e, uh, w w where it's more compliant with Google and, and what, okay. you know, what they, what they do more like, uh, the SEO hits. S yeah. The for? SEO stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, don't touch our site. We, we love our site. We want to keep what we got. We don't, we're not looking to rebuild a site. We're looking for you to look at our site, analyze our site, and help us more with the SEO side of our site. Yeah, we tried yeah. along the way. We've tried doing some things that will obviously help with that. The problem is being able to dedicate time to Correct. it. Correct. The website, when I first came to iProtect a few years ago now, the website was a major focus. And it, was. it wasn't really me building the website. It was almost like a rehab, remodel kind of thing. Correct. Because we had a guy, I won't say his name just in case his cousin listens to the podcast, but we had a guy that I feel like probably did a good job once upon a time maintaining the site for you, but it had gotten to where he was a little bit lazy. And I think he saw an opportunity just to kind of halfway do it. And Scott was going to send him a check. Yeah. And so I jumped in and took over and a lot of things on the site now look different, but it's been, um, it's been a, a, uh, a very gradual, I didn't build the site, but I think over time we have, replaced virtually every piece that was there when I came along um, by rebuilding it one right. section at a time. Next one I want to talk about, Wonderite. Mm. It's one that we don't utilize enough, and I know you've been on people with both feet saying, guys, if you don't use Wonderite, we're going to shut it down. Yeah, But you need to use it because it can help you especially or specifically with the commercial agents that we have yep. because of continuing to redo information over and over and over again. You don't have to do that. Talk a little bit about Wonderite. I love Wonderite. I mean, first of all, I, I kind of put them in the same bucket as Ascend in my mind in some ways, not because of what they do. I mean, they're obviously doing different things, but just in terms of how, amicable the relationship is how much i love dealing with those people we talked about natalie at ascend and but joe schneer and peter mcdonald i haven't dealt with peter a lot but joe schneer at at wonder right those guys are the two co-founders i mean they are they've solved problems for the industry they've been successful at it at the same time they are just normal guys that will spend time on a call with you learning about what an agency needs and how can they provide that solution? What problems does an agency have and how can Wonderite fix it? Right. They seem to still be in this um, nimble, pliable, uh, creative phase of forming their company. And because of that, their ears are open to what an agency needs. And is there a way it would make sense for them to build it and provide it? And I love that about them. The main thing we went to them for was for an electronic solution to the problem of Accord Forms. Mm -hmm. And, buddy, they have they have done it. 
Now, yeah. I don't know yet. I would have to ask Joe. I don't know yet if they have all the Accord apps built out in there, but I do know they have the ones that we need. So we have someone who needs us to, I'm going to put my ignorance on display here because I, I rarely ever use Accords, but let's say we need a 125, a 140, um, and you're looking at probably a half dozen to 10 sheets of eight and a half by 11 paper and a big ink pen to get that filled out the way we used to do it. Well, we don't have to do that anymore. Now we can go to Wonderwrite and we can, uh, if there's not already a profile for the client we're dealing with, we can quickly create one. But since they're integrated, again, that magic word, since they're integrated with our other systems, a profile for this client most likely already exists. We can pull up the form we need, the Accord app we need, click a button that says autofill. It pops as much information as possible into the Accord. We fill in the gaps and then it generates uh, a uh, completed Accord app and it can send it for electronic signature. You can even take questions in the Accord app and delegate them to your client. Yeah. You could pick a half dozen questions and put in a memo to the client and then click send. And the client's going to receive an email that basically says, Hey, I'm filling out your paperwork. I need the answer to these six questions. Right. They open up the web app in their browser and they answer those questions and it sends back to you. They have provided a jam up solution for Accord forms. And it surprises me how many people still, when I mentioned the name Wonderite, how many agents still are not aware of it or not using it because it could really relieve some pain points. Couple of things I want to talk about real briefly. And guys, I hope you'll write this down. This was a hot button topic up in Indianapolis uh, at the Paradiso Brain Share. And then I want to talk about you for just a minute, Justin, before we get off this show, because there's something these agents need to know about. First and foremost, Mr. David Carruthers, we're in there with 50 agencies and he raises his, we're talking about technologies just like we are right now. And David Carruthers raises his hand and he says, I got a technology every agency in America needs to utilize. And I bet nobody in here is utilizing it. Everybody kind of, you know, turn their head to the side, like a calf looking at a new gate. I have not heard this story, but was it a telephone? No. Okay. I thought he was no. going to get onto him for not. But that was, that, I could see David doing that. How about you pick <laughs> up the phone and call somebody? How about that? <laughs> I thought that's where you were going. Uh, Tango. Okay. And, and I, I can't remember it. Maybe Tango.io. I can't remember, but what that does it's a desktop version. It's a, it's a uh, Chrome extension and it will allow you to create processes and procedures by again, Chrome extension, you click it, it'll transcribe what you're saying. It'll also follow your mouse so that you can show somebody like, here's where you go. And here's what you do. So step one and step two. And it makes creating processes and procedures as simple as, you know, you, you just use that Tango program, which I have now, and I have not started using it, but everybody that has is just raved about it. I highly encourage everybody out there to go get that Chrome extension called Tango and start utilizing that to help you create processes in your agency or show people like, okay, here's how you go do this. Step one, step two, step three. And it's, it's going to do a great job better than anything else we've got in the industry right now, in my opinion. Yeah. This, and it is just in case people go looking for it, it's tango.us. Tango.us. That's correct. Tango. And a lot of this stuff that we've talked about that we use may come with a hefty price tag because it's worth it to us to pay right. uh, that to use this stuff. But Tango, there's a free version. Correct. And the pro version is like 
less than 20 bucks a month. Right. So this is not something's going to break the bank. And if you got people that are always needing instructional videos or step-by-step processes, but if you're wanting to delegate something to somebody because you're sick of doing it yourself, use Tango to record doing it yourself and consider that the last time you're ever going to do it. That's Just it. send it to somebody. That's exactly right. Second thing, and I don't want to talk too much about this, not really a technology, but something we just implemented in our agency. We had a couple of account managers, didn't have a lot of experience in insurance. We decided to take the plunge and get them started with total CSR. We have literally just started that a couple of weeks ago, and I want to wait until our next technology podcast to give that a thumbs up or thumbs down. But we do have a few of our account managers right now who are in the middle of taking the total CSR program to help them be better account managers. Yep. One of them, it worked so well that she quit while you were talking to her at the airport. I'm telling you. (laughs) I'm telling you. Which was fine because now we can move that one over to another one that's just started with us uh, last Monday and let her get. In fact, I think she's already taken that seat. Yeah. If it was total CSR that got got that account manager to quit, then we need to send them some gratuity. That's right. Yes, that was exactly what we needed. We didn't really need that person trained. We needed them gone. So Justin, before we end this podcast, I got to go do an in-home recruiting visit with a 16-year commercial account manager two and a half hours from here and should have been gone 15 minutes ago. Y'all are welcome. So let's talk about what you're doing with all these podcast listeners. Justin has started an automation consulting business that is called automateyouragency.org. Talk a little bit about who, what you're doing with these agents. I know you try to work with three at a time and tell them, just give them a flavor of kind of what you're doing right now with some of these agents you're working with. Yeah. So I've got three right now that I'm working with and not going to name them because I'm not sure if I'm supposed to or not. There are, there are companies out there and other consultants out there that do a great, great job of helping people set up agency Zoom and helping them set up uh, other CRMs and, and integrate those with Zapier. It seemed to me, and I'm not trying to say anything derogatory about what those folks are doing at all, but it seems to me that there was a gap left because they would have maybe a, um, a menu you could choose from and you could go and download this package of theirs or that package. And nothing wrong with that. There's a need for that. And maybe 90% of the agents that need help with automation simply need that. Let me download this package and I'm good to go. But the other 10% or so of agents who need some sort of customized automation solution, that's what I wanted to step in and do. What I envision in my head, and this is what has happened so far, is agents get with me and say, I've got these pain points in my office. And is there a way that you can help me eliminate or alleviate these things by using automated connections. Right. And so far there've been times when I've had to tell an agent that, man, I wish I could, but I I, didn't exist. Right. I can't fully automate the need for human beings out of an insurance agency. Correct. But then there've been plenty of other times, the majority of cases, it's been absolutely let, let me put my thinking cap on. Let me get my laptop out and, you know, a a bag of Cheetos late at night when everybody else in the house has gone to bed and let me click around and see what I can find. And more times than not, 
we put together a very viable, consistently effective and efficient automation solution for these agents. And I'm really enjoying doing it. Um, not going to get rich off of doing it. Don't want to get rich off of doing it, but it scratches an itch for me because I really enjoy that kind of stuff. I enjoy solving a puzzle and I'm a, I, I am a fairly industrious person. I need my mind to stay busy. And uh, so it, it gives me something constructive to do with my time. So if you need help with, with automation, go to automateyouragency.org. There's a form at the bottom of that page. You scroll down where you submit your contact info and there probably will be a little bit of a wait. You might have to wait a few weeks or maybe even up to a couple of months right now um, for me to have time. But that's simply because there's a lot of you guys and there's one of me and I do this in my spare time. It's off season kind of thing for me. So, but if you need help, be happy to help you. Give, give them an example of like, uh, I think you're working with an agency up in New York right now. What do you tell, tell them what you're doing for them? Yeah. So or what um, you just complain, by the way, guys, one of the things I told Justin, I said, here's the, here's the part everybody misses that you've got. You can't miss. People will send you instructions on how to automate stuff. They'll might help you a little bit with some automation. I said, the part that these agents want more than anything else is at the end of the day, when the smoke clears, not only do you help them create the automation, but then you take that next step and make sure they understand it, make sure it's working correctly, make sure they're happy with it, make sure they understand how it's working and what's working and take it all the way to the finish line. I think a lot of uh, automation consultants kind of miss that very last piece of the, the puzzle, which is this, this is great. It works. And I understand it. And I know what to do with it. Yep. Yeah, and that's reminding me that I see he's not one of the three agents I'm working with, but I, I owe Aaron Robertson a phone call. Yeah. Because uh, Aaron is one that a few months ago I helped him set up some stuff. And I do not want to set up something for Aaron or anybody else and just leave them there, say, here you go, here's the keys, take off and drive it, and not make sure that they know what they're doing or that it continues to work for them. But the agent up in New York, so one of the things that we have built out for that agent is uh, State of New York still currently requires photo submissions for new auto insurance policies, or actually even, if I understood correctly, new vehicles added to an existing auto insurance policy. There are uh, conditions there and, and certain qualifications, so some vehicles may not require pictures, but the majority of them do. And so they needed a quick and easy way for clients to submit those photos and for those photos to go where they need them to go into all the places, into their AMS and into uh, Agency Zoom, which is their CRM. And they didn't have a good solution in place. A lot of times it was turning into the, a phone call to the client and they play phone tag until they finally work out time for the client to stop by and the agent goes outside and takes pictures of the car. Right. That, that was time wasted. Mm -hmm. And so now it's a simple link that the clients go to. They can hit that link on their phone, snap pictures with their phone of the car. There's instructions there, what angles to take the pictures from, submit those photos, and the client is done. That, um, that email is automated out to the client, letting them know that photos are required, and it's going to keep reminding them of that until they submit them. When they submit the photos, it goes right where it needs to go. That, that may sound extremely simple, and maybe you're an agent listening to this thinking, well, I know how to do that. You probably do, but the point is there may be pain points like that in your agency that you don't know how to fix. Right. I didn't. I didn't roll out a solution saying, "Guys, do you uh, do you have to submit photos for new auto policies?" Well, let me fix that for you. 
Right. No, I'd never heard of that. This was just that agent specific pain point needed it fixed. So we bridged together the right technology with as few connections as possible. And it's working great. That's ex- so, that's the perfect example. Just stuff like that. I mean, I yeah. don't know what you guys deal with. If you're an agent out in Seattle or if you're an agent in Texas or in Massachusetts, I don't know what you deal with, but I do know that it could be made more efficient. And yep. if we can have a conversation, maybe there's a way I can help with that. Absolutely. Brother, I love you. I appreciate all you do for our agency. You're the best in the business. You are very, very good at creating solutions to problems, especially relative to automations, technology, those kinds of things. Our agency would not be where it is today without you. And well, I just I appreciate, I, that. I, I appreciate all you do for us. You, you, you have, you know, when I go into these meetings and places with uh, other agents in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, you know, we've got Bo Jackson in the backfield. So, <laughs> and you're always sending me pictures, you know, these, these agents will mention <laughs> things and the stuff getting written on a whiteboard or something. Yeah. And you're sending me pictures of that whiteboard. Right. Because I think in your mind, you're thinking, I, Justin can handle this. I'll just send this to Justin. Oh, he, he may 100%. already even know about it. Yeah, are we, are we already, are we already doing it? <laughs> it? It lights a fire for me yeah. when I get those because it's like new toys to play with. Oh, let me, let me go. If it's something I hadn't heard of, let me find out about it and figure out what right. it is. I think you and I have a pretty good yin and yang thing going on. You know, I, I, do I too. think that um, you're a really, really as good as I've seen at, at being the visionary mm-hmm. that can come up with the ideas. You have no ego about you when it comes to spitting out ideas, even if they may be the stupidest thing somebody's ever heard. Right. Because it's like there's a part of you that knows if I blurt out 10 ideas, nine of them may be stupid, but it's worth it's worth people hearing my stupid ideas so they hear that one good one. Correct. Because the one good one would be better than anything they could come up with. So you're good at that part. I'm not. Yeah. But when I hear a good idea of yours, I feel like I can be the boots on the ground that that try to make it happen. Absolutely. Well, you're right. We're a great yin and yang. And I know I couldn't do it without you. And I'm just blessed to have you as part of this agency. So as I tell Bradley Flowers ever, every week, Justin Miller, I love you. And Bradley never says it, but man, I love you too. (laughs) Maybe he'll come out of his shell and say it one day. Hopefully. Well, guys, (laughs) you are listening to the Insurance Guys podcast. And as I end every week, rewards come from action, not discussion. Get your ass out from behind that desk today. Go out into the big, bad world, build relationships, make money for your family, for your wife, for your husband, for your kids, college fund, for your kids out there and your parents that are struggling out there. Go make money for them. They're probably struggling more than they ever have right now. I know my my in-laws are are really having a tough time right now. And, you know, they don't listen to this podcast, so I don't have to worry about them hearing this, but I have uh, figured out some creative ways to try to help them during this time. And I'm blessed to be able to do that. But you need to go out, figure out what your why is. Hire great people. Have Surround yourself with people like Justin Miller that can help you grow. I'm leaving right now when I hang up this podcast to go talk to a 16-year commercial account manager. Why? Because we're going to hire the best people we possibly can. And that you won't talk about a differentiating message. How about you just go hire the very best? Then you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to, you can put your head on the pillow at night and know, Hey, I, I got a team put together right here that, that that's I'll put up against anybody's. And that's what we're, we've kind of learned that the hard way these last we, few months. We have, we have, 
And I want each and every one of you to live the life you deserve to live. But part of that's going to be hiring great people. You see it in every industry. The most successful companies in the world have the common denominator of having great people on board. And that's just that's just the bottom line. And, you know, this may sound I promise I don't have an arrogant bone in my body, so I don't mean for this to sound arrogant, but I'm one of those people. You and I have talked about this before. I'm one of those people who has the experience and the know how to go out and do this on my own. Right. This could be the Justin Miller Insurance Agency or the way it probably needs to go. The Jessica Miller Insurance Agency. And I'm (laughs) sitting in the back supporting what you're doing here. Yeah. Right. But what I would advise these agency owners to do is to do what you do. Find people like that and make it worth it to them to not do that. Right. To to work at the agency that you own instead. Go out and hire the best of the best. And yeah, I've kind of lumped myself in there and best of the best and didn't mean to. But hire good people and make it worth it to them to stay. Because, man, we have had a gut full of hiring the cheapest help available. And it turns out to not be cheap at all because yeah. the payroll cost is nothing compared to what they cost you in, in bottom line. That's right. Guys, thank you so much for listening to our podcast today and every week. Thank you for being a part of our family. We love each and every one of you very much. And as I always end every podcast, we'll see you back here real soon. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Insurance Guys podcast. If you need to know more about me or you need to get in touch with Scott, you can always reach me at theinsuranceguyonline.com or email me at scott at iprotectinsurance.com. And if you need to get in touch with Mr. Bradley Flowers, go to portalinsurance.com or email him at bradley at portalinsurance.com. Guys, we love you. Thank you so much for listening to our show and being a part of our family. And we look forward to seeing you again next week on the next episode of the Insurance Guys podcast. Take care.